0: Everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Ignite Your Fire podcast with Zach Rivera and myself, Danny Rivera. Um, are we related? Perhaps we're not sure, <laughs> but any case, we are excited to jump into this one for you. Um, it's going to be a little bit more serious, but it's going to be heartfelt and it is definitely going to be inspiring as Zach shares his journey um, unraveling from his recent cancer diagnosis and. How life is shaping into something much more beautiful than he anticipated, and uh, and hopefully we can all receive some of that fantastic perspective shift. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ignite Your Fire podcast. I'm Danny,
1: and I'm Zach.
0: And we are excited to just open up and dive deep into some really interesting stuff, Um, stuff that maybe we don't talk about often enough, but we're excited to see what comes from it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm planning on being a total open book for everybody. Uh, and I just want to say like, this is my own personal experience. And so what's going forward is just from my own perspective. Um, I, I don't, I think everybody has an individual uh, situation that they can maybe relate to everything that we'll talk about. Um, but I just wanted to make it very clear like this is just my opinion, my perspective comes. Um, but a couple months back, um, I, have found, I found out that my cancer had returned um, and it had progressed into my liver. And so um, I, I, it's the same cancer that I had before where I had a surgery. And um, at the time, it was believed and thought that the surgery would cure me to about 96% uh, chance of being cured. Um, I was at my two-year blood uh, review with the doctors um, and a CA number came back um, and it had doubled. Um, and maybe even tripled actually. And so when that happened, my doctors, um, decided that they wanted to do a CT scan. Um, and unfortunately I got that, that dreaded phone call from the doctor just to say, Hey, um, your cancer is back and it's actually progressed into your liver. Um, and there is about a five centimeter tumor on my, on my liver. And so uh, obviously those, those words were really hard to hear at the time, um, and I've had a lot of time to process all of that. Um, but I've gone now to, uh, I believe the best, uh, and many believe the best cancer facility in the country at MD Anderson. Um, they've kind of confirmed everything, uh, and they're working through um, a treatment plan with me and so i have a four cycle heavy dose um as the doctor called it they're throwing the kitchen sink at me uh beginning chemotherapy um and i'm two cycles through as i'm talking to danny right now and you guys and uh, so we're just going from there uh, trying to stay positive and trying to be as normal as i can through this process um, and just to continue, I mean, uh, uh, to live my life with my family. I have, obviously you all know I have my awesome son at home and he keeps me really happy and, and Kristen has been just a rock. So, um, just trying to keep it real and have fun.
0: The idea of when you share news with people, uh, and I would like to touch on that again, because I think it's really important information uh, across the board because when we have these heavy topics, these, um, these life-altering situations, uh, sometimes a lot of people don't know how to respond. Like, they care, their heart drops, they want to do so much. And so I'd like to ask you what your experience has been, you know, as far as, like, sharing the news and how people have received it and what is the most helpful for you, you know? Because it's, it's one of those things where, like, You're just like if I hear another person say this, right? And and so like I I resonate with that that honesty of like just be normal, like just be you. I don't want you to change things, but I think that you um, have the ability to give us even more insight into that
1: experience. It's really interesting, right? Because um, yeah, you're right. Like everybody kind of handles it a little bit differently when you're talking to people, and you really start to find out. Um, you know, I as many of you listeners know that know me, um, I'm an open book. Um, I choose to live my life that way. I don't like to hide things. Um, I you know, obviously I have my own private stuff that I keep that as just details and stuff, but I uh, I tell people if, uh, how I'm feeling and or what happens and um that's just who I am. So, um you get a lot of interesting responses because people are just who they are naturally and um you know so you know like telling my parents it was it was difficult um you know kristen kind of knew what i was going through so it wasn't as difficult to talk to her although like she was there in like my immediate rock that i needed like right then and there um so i think when 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 i've been talking to people um the one thing is is yeah you don't really want people to be different because I think it's so important, and I've explained to some people, um, it's so important for me to pull on people's strengths and then leave other, you know, like leave the weaknesses behind. As far as the, the person that you're reaching out to, um, I know, like my, my best friend from grade school, growing up, like I know, like I can call him and just talk to him about the White Sox game. I, I know, like that's that's important to me. Um, I know that, like you know. I have other people that I can lean on to when I need to get some stress or have a cry or a hug. Like you find out through this process who the best huggers in the world are, which is really good. Because uh, sometimes you do need that. And then sometimes you just need somebody that kind of kicks you in the butt and says, get going. And I, I know those people too. I have a really wonderful friend uh, that lives in Colorado. And and she always is there for me just to be like, just kick my butt and get it going when it needs to go in the right direction. And that's what I need from her. And that's what I need. I need everybody just to be kind of themselves because as being the person that's going through this, uh, I want to be able to pull on those strengths of people. And because it does take a, you know, like the whole saying goes, it takes an army. It really does when you're in this situation because your life gets turned upside down. And even if you think that you can do it all on your own, you need people and support there. It's just, it makes it weird or uncomfortable when somebody like isn't themselves. You know, or uh, they do it. Uh, they respond their own way. Um, but I got really great advice at the beginning of this from a really great friend um, that told me, like, you just have to let people process it the way that they process it, and the rest you just you just focus in on yourself. And it's so true because I can't handle how somebody is going to take the news, but that's not for me to necessarily worry about at this position in my in my life. And so I can tell people and give them the information and then they can respond. Um, and it's, it's interesting how sometimes like there, there's people have their own personal feelings that come into it and deep rooted things. Maybe they've had a history with a, a family member that's, you know, gone through this or whatever it is, but that's not what you need at that point as a patient. Um, as, as you know, in my situation, it's like you just have to focus in on you and your situation because every situation is different. You know, luckily, like me, I'm 38 years old and I've taken care of myself and so I can handle like a, a, you know, as they put it, the kitchen sink being thrown at me. I can handle that. Whereas some people wouldn't even get that because they just don't have the health. And so why would I want to compare myself to an 80-year-old patient that's not healthy? Like there's just no reason to. So um, I guess the long way of saying like you just really want people to be who they are, be authentic, and and to be there for what you need as a patient, not something that they not they're not normally good at.
0: I think that a lot of times in in anything in the world, right, if we can just take a step back, ultimately, it it all comes down to perspective. In whatever it is that we find ourselves struggling with or going through, that seems tough. Um, I'm humbly learning that it really does have a lot to do with perspective. And so, you know, here it's like you beat this cancer once and it came back, and I can imagine how, how that could really um, bring you down, like, oh my God, I did everything I could, and now it's back, but yet I've actually witnessed you having the opposite perspective. Uh, when I talked to you a couple weeks ago, you said something amazing where you're just like, I, I feel like I've been, like, I'm ready for this. I'm prepared. Like, I already went through it once. So, like, let's do this. Like, I'm, I've got this. And it was just very, um, and like, it, it makes you step back because you're like, holy cow. Like, that's a fantastic perspective that I think a, a lot of us struggle to even get to. But for you to just innately shift to this place, and, and I'd even like to, to ask if, you know, that was just your immediate and I I kind of think it was. You're just like, yeah. I don't have a choice. Like this is what's happening. Let's do it. Like, same Zach in like in trading. Like, I don't care. We're doing this. Let's yeah. go. Um, and I just think that it's it's fascinating that your perspective has taken this this space where like you have to feed your brain story so that it understands what's happening. And the story that you're telling yourself is what I'm curious about because of what you've already gone through and how you're using that to set yourself up for success.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, um, you know, one thing that I've just naturally done is I, I think the first round was like a training ground, right? Like, yeah, it's an unfortunate uh, hand that I've been dealt. Um, there's no way around it. and. I would lie if I said that I never like got upset or frustrated by the fact that this is returned. It, yeah, for sure. Like it hits you. You're like, come on now. Like this is ridiculous. Ninety six percent. Like they told me I was cured. Like I was gonna go on and live a normal, like healthy life. Like um, that. You know, the cancer shouldn't return after two. All that stuff you hear, and then you get hit with that news. Yeah, you're gonna kind of take it like a little. Like man, that sucks. But. <laughs> But the one thing that I do feel like is I knew that I was going to be in for a, a, a tough battle, especially when the doctor was saying that they were going to like just use everything that they have at the beginning to really knock this thing down. And, um, and I was like, you know, he was talking about the side effects. I'm like, that's OK. Like, whatever. Like, you know, like um, because it's been a tough couple of years of recovering from the surgery. And I feel like that gave me an opportunity and a mindset to like, I got through that tough surgery and I got through the tough recovery process and um, I was able to still really enjoy life. Like it didn't get me down. It didn't knock me down. It didn't um, it didn't stop me from trying to do things or being with my family. And, um, you know, it, it gets in the way sometimes of, of living a quote unquote normal life, but um, it's my life and I love it. And I, I have... Uh, You know, I I have the best motivation at home. I mean, you know, Wesley is at an age where he needs his dad and he's so happy and I'm so happy to watch him. And he's such a caring and good, good kid that like, you know, um, if I'm like the other night after treatment, I wasn't feeling great. Um, we're not typically like movie people, but it was so fun just to like lay on the couch and watch a movie with him, And he dug it cause he was like watching a movie with his dad and just cuddling. And it was great, right? Like we had such a great, amazing night and it was really not like most people probably think it would be insignificant, but it, it just meant the world to me to do that. And so seeing him be like that, and he's such a positive human being that it's impossible to be down right? Because he's, he's happy, he's exploring life and like watching him do that just makes me happy. And then, and like I said, and Kristen's such a rock um, that I have a lot to be happy and thankful for that a lot of people don't have. I have an amazing family um, beyond Kristen and Wesley on both sides. Kristen's family is amazing. Uh, my family is great. I have great friends. I have an un- unbelievable job and, and clients that I can come to that are just super supportive and 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 take me at whatever I can be for that day and it's it's really hard to get down <laughs> you know like it's crazy it sounds like I mean it, I just I, I don't let my brain go that path and um, I do feel like the first round was a training grounds but then I also think that maybe the reason why that I, I am going through this is because it gives me an opportunity to um be a bigger voice for things like this like doing a podcast with you Danny and, and 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 telling people kind of the story and hopefully even one person like gets something from it you know um or tell, or telling my story uh, to other people at some point whenever that, that time presents um if somebody gets a, like chooses a little few healthier food choices because they've heard of my story and my situation and 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 how I've taken care of myself but like they just want to be healthier themselves like who who knows what you know the next couple months will bring as far as me advocating for the like for recovery for, from this but um maybe that's the reason why i'm going through this because maybe the first time around i didn't have a big of a voice right and so maybe this time around i can have a bigger voice and and um that's really what it kind of kind of keeps me going right now
0: your uh your faith in the process is commendable and it's inspiring and it's also just like refreshing to to also like hear your truth in the sense of like, yeah, there's definitely moments, there's definitely days where it's like, this sucks. And and to validate that, you know, it's like I think sometimes we in this society we're we're so taught to like, you know, men are strong, don't be emotional. Women keep it together for the men, right? Um And excuse my language, but it's kind of bullshit. Like, we're all humans. And when we get down to the base of health, right, because that's the reason we started this podcast in the first place, I imagine it's why you started your business, is like being able to truly see people, meet them where they are, accept them as they are, and say, hey, I'm here to support you on your journey to health but that goes beyond the, the physical component that goes beyond getting a, you know a, a stronger core or bigger yeah. muscles <laughs> like there's something beneath the surface that is the seed of true health right so i mean i and i think with that comes the the honesty the vulnerability to have courage to work through your journey whatever yeah, comes at you um is there anything that you are looking forward to
1: after all of this? Like,
0: have you thought about that?
1: Yeah, um, I've absolutely thought about that. I mean, uh, you know, I really, the one thing that uh, is the silly thing, I guess, if you will, but I, I love Colorado, obviously, um, and I've really gotten into the band The revivalists. And so we're planning a trip, hopefully uh, next June, to go see them at Red Rocks in Colorado because I've never been to Red Rocks.
0: Me neither. I'm
1: coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always wanted to see a concert, and they have a really good lineup next summer already. out. and so if it's not Revivalist, I'd love to go see somebody else. Um, you know, I've talked to some clients about going hiking or doing some like, you know, fourteener with a with a specific client. That if he's listening, he knows who I'm talking about. But. Just trying to like do something where like um, it gets me past it. After the first surgery, after the first surgeries, I set up a, a hike out in Colorado where I did um, one of our favorite. It was a 12-hour hike, um, and it was awesome. And it was just uh, it was six months post surgeries, and I just wanted to. Was I probably ready for it? No, but like I got through it, and we had the best time like doing the trip and. I actually wound up having a good day on that day as far as my health goes. So it was like, it was just a good, fun accomplishment. And um, to me, being outside and doing outdoor activities and not letting the stuff get you down is so important. And um, so like I'm keeping up with my workouts now. So that way when I get through the chemo and we get positive news at some point, hopefully um, I'm ready to take that trip and I'm, I can get into shape to do a 14 er or do something like that.
0: That's fantastic. So I, there is a friend of mine who once gave me this amazing advice she said, healing is not linear. And I just loved that because we tend to think that if we're healing, if we're getting better, if we're getting stronger, that it's linear. We're like each day we're getting better and better and better. When in truth, Some days are awesome, maybe the next day is not so great, the next day is better, the next day might shift back, and you might have really, really great days. But I think that it's more about when you take the the wider perspective and see the whole of your journey to understand that you're still unraveling, you're still growing, even through the days that don't feel as positive or um, where you don't feel as awake, so to speak. And so with that, because uh, I know that this this is this is an adventure for you. This is a journey. Yeah. Um and I know that after your first round, you were, you know, surprised. I know that your doctors were surprised that like you were good. They expected you to maybe not be feeling so great, but you were like, I'm, I'm actually okay, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and that's so awesome. And so I know that the second round hit you a little bit different. You got two more to go, so it's like, oh, let's do this, right? Um, yeah. How how you're doing on on that mental component of just breathing through the heaviness when the days aren't as great as you'd like them to be, um, and just like where your focal point is resting, you know, to get you yeah. through all of it.
1: Absolutely, I, I think the big thing is to that I approach this with like zero expectation of what I should be doing, and I think you know, that's how I handle it because sometimes you can kind of set yourself up, uh, for failure. If like, you know, you know, i try to commit to myself to at least get one lap in my neighborhood around walking, right. Um, in a day, which is just over a mile. And I feel like it's something that at least I can commit to that once a day. Um, and for the most part, I've been able to achieve that, but, um, I think it was Sunday or something like that. I just had a really tough day. Um, I got outside, I walked down and I went around the first cul-de-sac that we have in our neighborhood and then I just decided like it just was not happening for me and I didn't want to beat myself up over it so I I came home and and listened to my body and I think that's important because like you mentioned um, health isn't linear and especially when you have a situation like I have going on right now it's like it's really easy to think just keep on moving in the right direction keep going up but I really try to meet myself where I'm at and I would argue that's so important for most people in general because most people try to set themselves up how many times do I get somebody that comes in here and says I need to lose this amount of weight or I've already lost this I want to keep going and progressing and and losing more weight or I I want to see my weight uh, strength weights go up higher and higher and higher and it's like it's not linear it's really finding uh, where you're at and meeting your body where you're at so some days you might just get some stretching in or get yoga or get meditation like i think there should be like a a wellness component to everybody's day but meeting yourself with where you're at is so important and you know so on the days that i am a little bit tougher i'm trying to do more breathing trying to relax more trying to take care of myself um one of the nurses the last nurse said you know, because the fatigue kind of hit me a little different the second time. It was a lot more fatigue and there was a a lot more pain that I kind of got from my past surgeries and stuff like that, that I kind of went through them the second time that the first time wasn't as bad. But like the nurse told me, she's like, make sure you like schedule out your naps. (laughs) She's like, because some people just don't do that. And she's like, don't, don't try to beat the fatigue. And it's really important to like be okay with that because I'm not a napper as Danny probably (laughs) knows. I'm not the type that typically just kind of lays down and like takes time for myself. I, you know, I'll do my wellness stuff. I'll do like my meditations. I'll do some relaxing, uh, stretching and stuff like that. I'll listen. But as far as like taking time off, that's not my style. Um, (laughs) But I have uh, listened to my body and listened to that nurse's advice. And um, because I know sleep is a really important part to beating this whole thing. And so if I'm going to give myself the best chance, you have to do that stuff. And, you know, even to the point where, like, if I can't pick up Wesley from school, we've had other friends pick up Wesley and bring him home and being okay with that. Because uh, the parent side of it, too, um, I want to be there for Wesley on 100% level, right? And, Sometimes I can set myself up for failure because you can't. And I got to be okay with that. And I know he's okay. And I know my friends that are picking him up love it and want to do it. But like, I want to be there as part of like that part of his life all the time. And so like, I have to be okay with him being okay and me being okay, like taking time to myself. And I've learned that is a good thing because I think as a parent, you can kind of set yourself up to beat yourself up when you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I think you can beat yourself psychologically um, all the time by just doing stuff like that. And I I think it's, you know, obviously mind's a health thing, but people in in regular life will all of a sudden have a pitfall that happens and they just beat themselves up for it. Instead of just trying to learn from it or progress or realize that that just happens and then move forward. Like that's okay. I I had that situation happen. I'm going to, I'm going to be better for it and I'm going to get, you know, and I'm going to move forward from it.
0: You're you're touching on something that is so paramount in like my life's work, <laughs> and I know it's in yours too. But that just this like such simple advice, yet so extraordinarily difficult for whatever reason in our in our society especially um, to listen to your body. Yeah. So. Uh, I think that that's a huge, a huge thing because as you said, like we do, we have these, these goals or these thoughts of like, oh, I need to lose weight or I need to gain weight or I need to be stronger, more fit or more thin or what have you. Um, And the issue is when like at some point in our lives, we've kind of disassociated from our own true needs. And so then we don't know, we don't know how to listen. We'll have these messages come up. Where your body lets you know what you need, but it's like it's speaking a different language. Like it's you don't understand it. Um, and and being a yoga instructor, um, and and you know guiding people through meditation, I recognize that like it can be very difficult, even for myself. It's it's been a huge eye-opening experience to recognize how much I've actually disassociated from my own internal voice and it's only now in my 30s that I'm learning how to to cultivate that again and it's humbling because sometimes like I'll I'll have the feelings that like visceral response for something and I'm not entirely sure what it means Um, and then in hindsight when you realize that you made the wrong choice or like the choice that didn't serve you the best you can, you can really get down on yourself about it. Like, so even in the process where you are trying to listen to yourself, listen to your body and honor it, um, you can get down on yourself for realizing, oh, I should have done this instead yeah. of that. And, and I think the, the beauty in this is to, again, take a pause, quiet your mind, take a deep breath,
1: yeah.
0: let it all go. And it's just practice.
1: Yeah, and I think just keep, listening. just keep listening. And I think it's like, like going back to that walk thing. Um, there was part of me that got frustrated, right? I was frustrated. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah, you know, like I just walked to the call, a second around. But like, once I got back, and I like, I was like, you know, be happy that you got out there. Like, you got out, you got in the sun. You, you know, like we're able to move around a little bit. Like, you did something, and that that something helped you to be better. And mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really really important. And I think it's just important to recognize the positive in things um, and the po- like the positive things that humans do on a daily basis. Um, you know, even if it's a, something so small in, in the, the grand scale of things, it was something positive and, and maybe changed something, some course of action, action that happened, you know? Um, I, and I think that that's really important to really like celebrate those small successes um and i think we just don't do enough of it
0: absolutely um and as we start to close this interview of up- uh, I do think that, to some degree, humor is also medicine. Yes. You know, like, we're in the middle of a power outage, <laughs> <laughs> and um, including at, back at my apartment. And when I was getting ready to feed my dog, I accidentally dropped his food bowl. Uh. And I, like, bent down. I'm like, dang it. Yeah. And as I'm, like, cleaning it up, it was interesting because I've been trying to, like, watch my thoughts, watch my feelings, um, so that I have more more of a say in where my life is headed mm-hmm. instead of letting my feelings and thoughts control me. And I recognized my frustration. It's <laughs> so like different from yours entirely. I'm not at all comparing no, no, no. our struggles yeah. of like your walk to the cul-de-sac versus me dropping my no. dog's food. But when I did and I bent down and and then the moment that I realized that I was feeling irritated, that irritation came up and that I then attached myself to that irritable feeling. I giggled a little bit. I laughed because I'm like, you know what? This is so this is so little. This it's is, so little. <laughs> this is so silly. And yeah. and it it felt good to like have the compassion to just kind of giggle and be like, you know what? Yeah. He will happily still eat this. Like, right.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And I think like finding humor in life is so important and so huge. And, like this is by far the most serious podcast that Danny and I have done. We'll
0: lighten it up, you guys. We like, yeah, we
1: promise. <laughs> like we were I, and I also promised we were laughing a ton right before we hit record. So Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to keep trying to bring uh some happy things uh forward and uh just you know, I think saying positive in your world and your life and like holding on to those things that are Important to you is this so important and I know it's like it's easy coming from me. Who's had this like This health challenge to really see things with perspective But I do totally think and I have thought this before people just kind of blindly go through life and don't like view at how beautiful this world is and how beautiful people are and there's such an opportunity on a daily hourly minute basis just to be happy And it's, you know, obviously there's real stuff that happens and I'm not trying to discount people's feelings, but that positivity and that energy can really help you to like get through some of the tough, challenging times. And, you know, as tough as this has been for me, I I can't stress enough, just like seeing Wesley play with something and giggle and laugh or his little silly jokes are just so amazing to me. And it's been such, uh, so accentuated by uh, by obviously what I'm going through but it's it, I know it's also really easy to go to the dark side and you just can't let yourself do that and you just have to let yourself like see positive things in this world cuz it's beautiful it's a beautiful place
0: it really is, um, and I'm very grateful to have crossed paths with you as we did, so that yes. we can share our banter.
1: Yes. Um,
0: and our occasional deep thoughts. Yes. Um, and and that being said, for everyone who's listening, you don't have to wait for you know the new year to have a new a new year's resolution. You don't have to wait for Monday mm-hmm. to start. Um, you don't have to wait for tomorrow to have a good day because the beauty is that every moment is an opportunity to live differently. Um, and I think it's when we give ourselves the compassion to know that not that we, we might mess up, but that, no, we are going to mess up. Like it's just like biologically ingrained in us, like yeah. error. Okay. Learn that. Try again. Um, have compassion and and breathe. Breathe through the discomfort. And if you find yourself in the dark place, notice it, name it, uh, and then go take a walk over to the bright side. You know, find whatever it is that feeds your soul, that pulls you back, um, because that's your baseline. That's your baseline. Uh, Zach, you're the shit, man. (laughs) but like don't get too cocky don't Uh, take it to your head. like you're all right i I
1: love love doing these podcasts and uh and like i said this is just my own personal perspective and story um and i take it for what it is um and i hope uh you know that uh, through the next few treatments i'll see everybody around here a lot um and we'll have some fun times
0: absolutely thank you zach uh thank you thank you
1: danny you're so
0: welcome um, thank you everyone who is listening if you have any questions if you have any feedback if there's anything you'd like us to touch on with our future podcasts reach out to us let us know um, and we'll keep you posted until then be well be positive and when it gets dark turn on a flashlight <laughs>
1: and hit record like yeah. we are right now
0: <laughs> thanks everyone peace out